Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Canvas Lang for the celebration of morning Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Benny Flanagan. We offer our sincere condolences uh, to Annette and Bernard and Maria and Angie, Natalie and Nicole and Margaret, and of course all the family who are here today especially the grandchildren and great, the grandchildren, great-grandchildren too. Welcome to all the family who are here and welcome especially to all family friends. It will be a great source of encouragement and consolation to see so many present here in the church today. Benny's uh, illness and uh, death, death came very quickly. The illness itself was only over a short uh, few months. It's hard for the family to take in and they will miss him now and will miss him very much in times to come. Today we've come to the church uh, to thank God for his life but also to pray for his soul at the end of his life. We pray also here in this church uh, uh, for all those who grieve and we pray for consolation and strength for them. 
to begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me, O Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Bernard, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. <coughs> invite our readers to come forward. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment, torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they, appear, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like an, an annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitations, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. And 
reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home, not made by human hands, in the heavens. We are always full of confidence. Then, when we remember that to live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord, going as we do by faith and not by sight, We are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ. And each of us will get what he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I'm going now to prepare a place for you. And after I've gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. It was just a short space of time between the diagnosis of Benny's illness 
and the time in which he was fighting for his life. That short space of time was very difficult for him and very difficult for everyone around about him. At one moment he seemed well and very much himself and then of course he seemed very unwell and then not able to recover. Even at the end, everything seemed to move very quickly indeed. The family themselves were able to call myself. I was able to give him the last sacraments, but, but, but by the next day he was unable to speak. He passed away. Friends who have received the news have been very shocked. The friend who was so full of life has passed away. Life itself, of course, uh, seems all too short in the end, doesn't it? There always seems to be more for us to do, more of life, more to see, more to achieve, more milestones to pass. There never seems, does there, the right time to leave the world. I suppose in the end this will be true for all of us. Our life, though long or short, we hope that we have done good with the life that has been given to us, and in the end we hope that we have good things to show for it. We certainly know that this has been the case uh, for Benny himself. He did exceptionally well, and with those gifts that God had given him, he did very well for others. In the end, of course, it's God who calls us uh, from this life to himself. He knows us as no other knows us. He loves us as no other loves us. He knows the depth of our hearts. He knows our our human struggles. He knows our joys, our disappointments, and the things that we've attempted to be in life. He has given us our life, and in the end, he wishes to give us another life too. Today, the readings and the prayers of Mass speak of that life. St. Paul says, when our life is rolled up like a tent on earth, we move from this house on earth to a new home in the heavens. That's the destination that we're moving towards. Not darkness, not a dead end, but to life itself. It's God's desire then that we all reach this place, that no one be left behind, that no one be left out. His home itself has an open door, places are plenty, not a few, places that are enough for everyone, places for all. And of course, what we hear in the readings is of that generous and abundant love for all of us. It's that place that our journey is making. All our strivings here on earth lead us to there. Benny himself, as you probably know, had a strong faith all his life. And in that last moment, those last moments, he received anointing, made his confession, and touched Canon Murray's stole with great faith. Just a few words today about uh, Benny's life by way of reflection for us. Uh, he was born in the Hallside Village in 1946, the youngest of seven in that family. Uh, Margaret now is the last to survive of the family. They moved to the Caledonian Circuit in 1960. Benny was always, as you probably know, a wee bit defiant and stubborn and headstrong. And even in those days, it was the same. He even refused to go to his school in the first day. He had to be manhandled by his mum to go to the school. Benny claimed eventually that he was the teacher's pet. Uh, I'm not sure whether that was true or not. 
The family uh, was a close one, although I know that Annie herself was always the boss, always the boss, that everyone did whatever Annie told them to do. Margaret and Benny worked in a mobile shopping van uh, for a few years in the early days. He also worked in Park Lee and Blantyre and then on to the cabs and to the private hire taxis. He was always interested in, in music and entertainment and had his own agency booking acts and singers for clubs. He was also a well-known DJ, again working in the local clubs. And he went on to karaoke with friends, uh, George and Ronnie and Billy. And it was in karaoke that he first met Annette. They settled down together themselves and also sang together too. He loved uh, Natalie and Nicole very much indeed too. His earlier marriage uh, broke up, uh, sadly, uh, and we remember her today uh, very much uh, in our prayers. He had three children, uh, Bernard, Maria and Angie. Uh, Benny was delighted to see them growing up and doing well in life. Delighted also to see the grandchildren born growing up too and the great-grandchildren as well. Ten grandkids and 16 great-grandkids. That's a lot of folk. <laughs> family was always important to him, and he valued the time spent with family. Later in the Mass, uh, John Irons, a friend of the family, will give an appreciation on behalf of them today. He was himself, as you know, an immensely talented man, loved music, and knew the power of music too. He had a great gift of making friends with others, and especially he was close uh, to his friends and especially close to all his family too. He greatly loved family and friends, but he also could be a very private man too and a quiet man too. When he asked that the funeral would take place in this church today, St Bride's, which he loved so much and which meant to, so much to him and to his family over the years. In the Mass then today we come to thank God for his generous and good life. We ask God especially to console all who are present here today with his grace and to give them strength in these difficult moments of life. I ask you to join in our offering hymn of today's Mass.
Say, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. In him the hope of blessed resurrection is dawned, that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the promise of immortality to come. For indeed, for your faithful Lord, life is changed, not ended, and when the earthly dwelling turns to dust, an eternal dwelling is made ready for us in heaven. And so, with the angels and archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Bernard, whom you have called from this life to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. 
And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life. And we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Always uh, before communion, uh, we're invited in the church to offer each other a sign of uh, friendship. Uh, so I'm going to ask you just to turn to your neighbour and offer them a shake of the hand and a sign of peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. forward to receive Holy Communion today, but if you feel unable to receive Communion, but maybe you'd like to receive a blessing, please come forward and just uh, place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing. Uh, uh, if you don't want to receive Communion or a blessing today, please just feel free to remain where you are.
Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey. Mercifully grant us strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Please be seated. John to come forward to give his life. I'd like to begin by thanking Father Paul for affording me this opportunity to have a wee look back on Benny as a person. I've known Benny and Annette for over 25 years. And it's a privilege and an honour to be asked to do this today. Father Paul has already given a very comprehensive account of Benny's life and how that progressed over the years. So this today really is more just random thoughts and reflections given to me by the family. Things that they remember about Benny, things that were peculiar to Benny and the person that he was. And if you ever met Benny, the first thing that struck you was his hair. <laughs> and he was passionate about his hair. It had to be absolutely perfect. And so I'm sure we'll be hoping that heaven contains many, many mirrors. <laughs> Annette said to me the other day that if they were going out somewhere, Benny would get showered, get ready, come downstairs. And if he thought his hair wasn't absolutely perfect he would take all his clothes back off again, go back to the shower, wash his hair again until he got it absolutely right. And it was that perfect, shocking white hair that struck you the first time you ever met Benny. And the only product he used in his hair was Johnson's Baby Shampoo. <laughs> he was also a bit of a fussy eater. For instance, he would only ever eat Baxter soup not even Annette's soup, just Baxter's soup. That was, of course, until I discovered the joys and the value of Little and Aldi. But he was convinced that if any kind of bought foodstuffs had the packaging changed, that the manufacturers had also taken the opportunity to change the recipe, and nothing would ever have convinced him otherwise. And apparently his son Bernard is exactly the same, so Hazel Annette feels your pain. <laughs> if he was in a shop <clears throat> and thought he was being overcharged for something, he would always use the same phrase. At least Dick Turpin had the de decency to wear a mask. <laughs> so he wouldn't buy anything if he thought he was being charged over the odds. As Father Paul said, he used to DJ and that led to him moving into the karaoke scene. And Annette called him the karaoke king. And having seen him in action, I would say that's quite an appropriate term to use for Benny. Because together, they played in many, many venues over the years and had various different residences as well. And were a very popular double act on the karaoke circuit. He also had a competitive side to his nature. So whenever the family gathered together 
and there were board games involved. That's when you saw the real Benny. Because nothing would have it other than Benny had to win. And that remembers that the day they got married, that Benny was so, so nervous that he was sweating quite profusely with nerves. It wasn't helped by the fact that for their honeymoon, or as the family called it, the family moon, that they were flying and Benny had never flown before. And during the whole service, the registrar continued to remind him that he was going to be flying on his honeymoon, which only made the sweating even worse. They did settle into married life and had a good life together. A strong marriage, a loving marriage. But they managed to blend both their families together and live a good life. That was partly because Benny left much of the responsibility to Annette. Even down to small things, if a company phoned the house about something, his stock answer was, my wife deals with that. You'll need to phone back. He was past remarkable. For instance, if someone had been at the hairdressers, they'd always say, when do you go back to get it finished? Or if he was doing karaoke and two women walked in together, he would say, could Cinderella not manage tonight? He bought his son Bernard his first guitar, trying to pass his own passion for music onto him, which he was quite successful at doing because Bernard enjoys to this day his music. Everything he did with his family at that time centred around football or music. He also got them at one point what Bernard calls a bits a bike. All his pals were getting rally bikes and choppers and all sorts of stuff. Bernard got a bits a bike. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's a bit of this and a bit of that and a bit of everything else. He once arrived at the house in a metallic green Jaguar and everyone round about, all the neighbours, thought they had won the pools. He was actually just looking after it for a friend who was on holiday at the time. But his family did love him and they ruined him. Benny was always ruined from he was very young. Everybody was at his beck and call. And people would constantly bring him things like home baking, small gifts. And if any of the family were going out anywhere, on the return, his first question was always, what did you bring me? He loved collecting model classic cars. And he had a large collection of them. One of his favourite programmes on TV was Bangers and Cash on the Yesterday Channel. In fact, he and Annette were planning a holiday to Yorkshire with his friends Billy and Jane Marie, where Matheson's Classic Car Auctions is based, who feature on the programme. And obviously with his music background, he also loved the country music channel and TV. 
He loved aftershave, but it only had to be one of three brands. Jovan, Obsession, or Quorum. So he really was a creature of habit. So today, we say farewell to somebody who leaves us with many, many memories, many thoughts, many laughs. The last time I saw Benny was about two years ago in the Canvas Line Bowling Club. And he was still larger than life at that point. All those memories leave us with so much to think back on and so much to give us comfort as we move forward in the future. Thanks again, Father Paul. Thank you, John, for our lovely words, and I'm sure the family appreciate it very much indeed. Thanks. Please stand.